Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, a tip of the hat to you. Yeah. A tip of the big old uh, hat for watching, liking, subscribing, commenting, all that good stuff that you guys like to do. And if you're listening over on the Anchor.fm, Spotify, or any other streaming podcast service, thank you for listening. If you want to get the whole experience from that, click on the link, come to my YouTube channel and subscribe, or just look for it. It's called Laughing on the Inside, just like the name of the uh, audio podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube and you decide, you know what, I don't want to see your hideous face while I'm eating my breakfast, lunch, or dinner, that's all right. You can listen to it. Because there's a link down below on my YouTube channel for the audio podcast. So you can listen without having to worry about upchucking in your eggs. I try to please everybody. What can I say? People always say, don't judge a book by its cover. I think that saying is horrible. I think it's wrong. I think it's bad. Listen, we all do that. We're all going to continue to do that. Despite what you post on social media and despite your good intentions, we are going to judge things based on how they look. All right. If you gave me a book that said, The Horror in the Westbury Park, but it was just a plain white cover with some plain black blocky letters I wouldn't check out that book anymore I wouldn't want to read it I'm like I don't know what it's about I, I don't care about it but if you gave me the book the horror in Westbury Park and on the cover was a was a, a, a teenager walking through the woods but behind a tree was some kind of creature or monster or serial killer with Big long claws that was about to jump out and and uh, there was blood spatter all over the, the the front cover. I would check that shit out. I would. Because uh, it's easy to say, but it's harder to do. We always judge people on the way they look and the way they act. As a matter of fact, psychologists say that we have a, uh, a predetermination for how we view people based on what they look like. Because everybody's features, you know, we're told when we're young, you know, we're all individuals. We're all very special little creatures. But the fact is, we all share the same characteristics with other types of people, right? Um, Let me give you an example. Look in me. If you're listening, well, imagine what this looks like. I am a middle-aged white, straight, male, with no college education to speak of. Now, if you would have said that in 2016, you would have thought, oh, you're the guy, you're one of the guys that voted for Trump. (laughs) It would have been natural because that's the demographic for Trump supporters. Middle-aged white people with no education. And, uh, you know, that kind of makes sense if you think about all the, you know, 
Trump worship that goes on even today amongst those kinds of people. But, uh, but no, I am so liberal, uh, sometimes I think I make Bernie Sanders look like Stalin. <laughs> I'm a very liberal kind of guy. Hey, if you're gay, be very gay. If you're trans, good luck to you. I have nothing against it. Come be my friend. I don't give a shit. Because all that is just uh, political nonsense. But that's how people judge me. If they just read my profile, looked at my picture, and that was the only thing on my profile. Middle-aged, straight, white man, no college education. I guarantee you most people would think, ah, he was a Trump supporter. And of course, I am not. Never have been, never will be. The man's a bloated orange. He's a, he's a, he's a cyst on the vagina of America. <laughs> uh, but that's just what we tend to do. We tend to get these images of certain people that we're all based on, and we tend to, uh, you know, judge them based on that thing. Now, I, I am I'm an ugly man. I've said that many times. I will stick to that till the day I die, which might be tomorrow. And, uh, but the thing is, and this is also true, that pretty people, good-looking people, you guys can get away with a lot more than people like me can. And that is, that is just true. I don't care what you say. I don't care how you feel about it. I don't care... If you think, oh, I'm just a normal person just like you, nah, bullshit. You know you're not. You've had more privilege than anybody else all your life. Uh, because here's the deal, man. I've seen this before. <clears throat> like a good-looking person, all right, can go up to a group of kids playing outside with their parents. And, and, and they can, you know, they'll squat down and they'll just smile at the kids and go, Oh my God, you, you kids are so cute. I love you so much. Oh, I love kids. And the parents will beam with pride. Oh, look, the pretty person liked our kids. That is awesome. Not a care in the world. Somebody that looks like me can't do that. Because I could go up to those same kids. I could say it the exact same way. All right. But they're not going to hear it the exact same way because they're going to be picturing all of this going on. So when I go up and squat down next to the kids, and what they're going to hear is, oh, you kids are so cute. Oh, I love kids so much. Oh, that's what they're going to hear. And that's where they're going to come running out and make excuses to get the kids back into the house. It's like, oh, the ugly person talked to him. Don't, uh, we don't want nothing to do with that. But that's just the way uh, we do things. A um, couple things I want to talk about. There's a story, man. Hey, listen, and this is really weird. I love these kind of stories, though. You hear about, you hear stories about guys that like live in an airport for ten years, and then Tom Hanks plays them on a in a movie. Or something, and I always wonder, like, how did that happen? How does that happen in the world today, uh, where people just get stuck in these things, and uh, they're not actually prisoners anywhere, but they're almost like prisoners? And the latest one was a guy who, since 2017, 2017, 
has been living in an abandoned uh, commercial vessel in the water, right? It's a marine vessel in the water in Egypt. He is from Syria. The vessel is stuck in Egypt. And the reason for that is when the vessel first came in, the Egyptian authority said, hey, there's a lot of safety concerns here. Until we get that updated, we can't let you leave. Well, eventually, all the crew got to leave and go back home. But this man has been there since 2017. He's been there four years. He has to stay on the boat because uh, at one point he thought he was signing something else, but he signed a piece of paper saying he was the legal guardian of that vessel. And because of that, he is attached to the vessel. Like him and the vessel, according to the authorities there, they are one. He is one with his vessel. He is not allowed to leave. They have his passport. They have all his uh, stuff. <clears throat> he can't go everywhere. I watched the video every two or three days. He has to swim and quite a long distance to the shore uh, with a waterproof bag so he can charge his phone. Uh, they give him food and water, but just the basics, what he needs. <clears throat> and he's basically stuck ta- taking care of that ship until either somebody buys the ship or somebody volunteers to come and uh, take his place, which is crazy. Nobody wants Nobody wants to do that. Uh, but that's really weird to me how that can happen in this day and age. The, the, the company that owns the ship put out a statement and said, listen, we've tried. We can't change the judge's mind. We can't make him reverse the order, making him the guardian of the ship. We can't do anything. Basically, they said, and, and actually not basically, they said this in the statement. As soon as he signed that paper, He was on his own. There was nothing we can do about it. And right now they're trying to auction off the ship to somebody to take care of the repairs so it can leave, or they're trying to find somebody who wants to take his place, but of course nobody does. But he's been living there without electricity or anything else for four years. And uh, that's to to me, that's just crazy. Like uh, they got his passport. He can, he can go to shore every two or three days. He can charge his phone. He can get food and water. But he's very limited where he can go. He can't just walk off. He's under guard. Um, you know, they're watching him close. Because according to them, him and the ship are one. And I don't understand that. I, I really don't. It's a weird story. But I hope it has a happy ending. He said he wants to go home. Uh, but he also said this, when somebody asked him, like, would you, um, are you going to continue after you get home, if you get home, are you going to continue to uh, sail and guide the ships? And he said, absolutely. He said, listen, I was almost a captain. I'm almost at the rank of a captain. I, I started young. I'm good at my job. I know my job. I love my job. But uh, this is just an unfortunate situation. I got to give that man his props for the patience. Four years, I would have been, uh, fuck you. I'm not even going to take a bath again for the rest of my life. A shower, get the fuck out of here. Not going to do any of that. But it's an interesting story. 
I can't believe it happened in the 21st century, but here we are. Uh, it's kind of like Israel and Pakistan, you know. Uh, people say, oh, whose side are you going to take? Are you going to be on the side of the Israelis? Are you going to be on the side of the uh, Palestines? Uh, Palestinians? I'm sorry. Palestinians, not Pakistans. I'm sorry. I misspoke. Uh, Palestine. Israel and Palestine. They're the ones having the big war. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to side on uh, the Palestine side because uh, Israel has just become a bully over there. They've already taken all the land from the Palestines and uh, their area, the Palestines area, has shrunken significantly over years and years and years. Uh, they're basically coming in and just saying, this is mine, this is mine, this is mine. And Palestine is just been going back and uh, firing missiles on innocent people killing innocent people ah fuck that and I know there's some people who say well you know if you side with the Palestines that means uh, you must be anti-Semitic because you're not uh, you're not with the Jews but that has nothing to do with it see the Jewish is a religion what the Israelis are doing isn't about well, it is about religion, because all major wars are always about some kind of fucking made-up God and religion. But it's about occupation, about taking land, about eliminating and exterminating a group of people uh, who disagree with them. That's what it is. So, yeah, that's the way I feel about that. I guess that's all I'm going to say. All right. I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Uh, got a few more beers. Uh, down there, I got some uh, a lychee. If you never tried the lychee fruit, uh, give it a try. That'll clean your colon fast. Important safety tip. Keep that colon clean. All right. I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Eat the lychee.